Okay. Hey guys. It is the fifth episode of the Secret Vault podcast. And the second time we're recording the fifth episode because Nick is an idiot. Um, welcome back. This episode we are going to be, uh, I guess, redeeming ourselves from yeah. the last episode of Drunken Rambles. Yeah. And explaining a little bit of what we were trying to talk about. Definitely um, as well explain as, myself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as well as just chat. And Chris is going to tell me about um, the housewives, the real housewives. Yes, real housewives of I, Beverly I keep, Hills. I keep wanting to say the secret life for some <laughs> Secret life of pets. <laughs> Yeah, or something like that. That's so funny. I don't know, but... So yeah, so I'm here with Chris. We are not together. We're not recording together right now. No. Which, surprisingly, is easier. I know. How bizarre. You guys have no idea the struggle we had trying to record together in the babe cave last week. It was... Mm-hmm. Not okay. It was a struggle. Yeah. We were not Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the whole time we we started off not okay yeah we were um anybody who listened that was a lot more intoxicated than we meant to get before we started recording like we meant to sound like that at the end of recording but it's okay I feel like exactly overall not the worst we made it through and we're gonna explain a couple of things today so that they make sense <laughs> and yeah, and we're going to catch up because Nick was away this weekend, um, and I had a wedding this weekend, so we didn't really get a chance to talk and catch up, so we're going to do that today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> oh my god. Am I okay? The answer is no. Nick is still struggling, guys, from mm-hmm, last week. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening to me. Are allergies but- just getting to you? I don't even know. You want to hear something weird that okay. I I can't really prove this theory, but it's like I'm fine, and then whenever I eat something, it's like there's a frog in my throat for hours after. Like I'm constantly clearing my throat, but only whenever I, I've noticed it's whenever I eat. Interesting. And I don't know what it could be. Like am I semi-allergic to something I'm eating all the time? I don't know. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. It's it's making me want to Google, but I I'm afraid to Google anything <laughs> that has to do with the body because I immediately go down a rabbit hole, and even though it has nothing to do with my health, I know it's It'll just freak not you safe. Up. Yeah, it's not safe. You think you're dying. I'm immediately gonna think something is seriously wrong with you, and I'm gonna go into like some kind of a black hole because I'm gonna be like, my dad has cancer, yeah. my best friend is dying. <laughs> it's not, not gonna be okay. Yeah, no, let's not. Won't <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna well, nip instead, that right in <laughs> instead, tell me about court today. Court today was not very eventful, but um, on I think it was Friday. It was either Thursday or Friday of last week. Somebody uh, was finally picked up on a warrant for accessory. Um, before and after the fact which doesn't happen a lot. Um, so, yeah, we had a media but circus. Not, it was a mess. But not during. <laughs> no, that's not that's not a thing. 
how can you be an accessory? <laughs> I don't know why that's so funny to me right now. It's not like I'm a legal professional in any way, but no, you can either know about something before it happens or after, but like you're either murdering someone so it's before they're dead or, or it's after they're already there. dead. Do you know what I mean? But what if he was standing there? While it was happening. So that's before, because they're not murdered yet. They're not dead yet. Oh, so his Do you last see what I mean? Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I know. Yeah, there's no Legal dirt. terms are very, like, black and white. They're either alive or they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just used to there's it no after all these years. In the, in the act of murdering. Right, exactly. Okay, okay, okay. And, like, if the person didn't die, it would have been attempted. You know, it's like one or the other. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it was it was it was a media circus last week, but it's okay. So far this week has been a lot calmer, and that's rare. So I'll take it. And they got him. And they got they got him. Yeah, believe it or they not, they got him. It took longer to pick up the person who was an accessory than it did to pick up the murderer. <laughs> so that's interesting. Which? How? Like? I don't know. Were they like friends? Yes. So they were in the same, allegedly, they were in the same gang. Oh, yeah. The same gang. Yeah, allegedly they were in the same gang. And um, the accessory defendant uh, took longer to pick up, probably because they weren't as much of a priority, I would guess. Like, the police's main focus was picking up the person who, you know, acted upon the murder. As opposed to the person who was just yeah. there for it and then, like, help them get away. Yeah, he didn't actually kill the person. So right. That's yeah. good. So they wanted the murderer off the streets first. Makes sense. But mm. still sounds funny, Jesus. in my opinion. Before and after. Before and after. It was like, like, when I picture that, I picture the guy being there before and he's like, all right, you're going to kill him? Okay. Sounds good. And then <laughs> right. he leaves. Yeah. And then the guy kills him, and then he comes back, and he's like, he's dead? He's dead? Okay, cool. What this should we do? Done. What should it's we do with the body? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm like, what? I know. it's so. It sounds so funny. And we even had, like, some of my clerks had, like, a legal debate in the middle of the office because they were like, you can't be an accessory before and after. Like, it's one or the other. And they were like, that's not true at all. Like, they're going back and forth about it. Until they finally decided that, yes, you can be an accessory before and after because you can be there before the person dies. Before. And not stop them or do anything in your power to stop them, like call the police or run away or scream for help, try to stop them, anything. And then you can help them get away after. So. Yeah. I don't know how some of my clerks didn't know that one, but (laughs) with their legal degrees. Yeah, that's that's questionable. That's a whole nother thing. That's a whole nother story, yeah. But yeah, other than that, it's been pretty quiet in my court lately, which is a blessing. Oh, that's good. Well, with the exception of Agnes, who won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> Speaking of Agnes, let's do you want to cl- clarify? Yeah, <laughs> let's just clarify something real quick. If you guys listened to last week's episode, <laughs> where I just kept bringing up Agnes but never really explained why I dislike this human. Um, there's a multitude of reasons, but the one that 
the one specifically that we addressed that had to do with my dad being half, um, Spanish, making me half Spanish, she <laughs> had um, been approached by my supervisor. And my supervisor let her know that she had done something wrong, um, performed a task incorrectly, um, and she was trying to show her how to do it the right way. And Agnes decided, because my supervisor is also Spanish, that she was going to tell her in Spanish that I'm the one who told her to do it that way. And my supervisor, knowing that I understand Spanish, replied to her in English as to not be rude mm-hmm. to the rest of the people in the office who do not speak Spanish. And later, a couple days later, Agnes mentioned to me, oh my goodness, I didn't know that um, you were Spanish. And I explained to her that, you know, my dad, just like in, in the ep- last week's episode, yes, my dad is Spanish, but he never taught me how to speak it. Um, but he's from Puerto Rico. He grew up in Puerto Rico and then came here. Um, so yeah, that's my father, my biological father. So I'm half Puerto Rican. And she was like, oh, you don't really know the culture though, right? Like you don't know about like the food and the dancing and the language. Like you're just, you just have it in your blood. You're like, no, yeah. No. My dad is literally... Puerto Rican and, and we don't do any of that stuff. No, nope. right. No, not none of it. Right. And out of my dad's, I don't hang out with six brothers. <laughs> I don't hang out with any of his family. I don't see them. Strictly my mom's side. Only right. English. Strict. We're yeah. strict about it. No Spanish whatsoever. It's right. not allowed. Which cracks me up because my mom's family, all of them, uh, you know, with the generations of her mother and earlier, spoke French. And my mother does not speak French, but no one questions me on that. <laughs> No one bats an eyelash at that. But because my dad is Puerto Rican and his first language is Spanish, it's this unheard of catastrophe that I don't speak Spanish. (laughs) I don't understand. So yeah, that one really got under my skin a little bit because it was, because it was a terrible, to me, it felt like a really not right assumption Mm -hmm. to just look at me and see that I'm pale skinned and light haired and light eyes and... I don't speak Spanish, so naturally I couldn't possibly know how to bachata and I couldn't possibly know, you know, how to cook platanos and whatever yeah. else. Or know anything about the culture. Right, yeah, or know any Like, that doesn't mean I didn't attend family get-togethers. I mean, I had a quinceanera. I didn't even have a sweet 16. I had a sweet 15. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, I don't look like it, so like- must not have. <laughs> You're like, oh, also, I knew exactly what you said. So yeah, and I if think that's what you're that. trying to figure out, mm. yeah, because I also yes. wasn't there for whoever told her that I was Spanish. So I have a feeling my boss probably pulled her aside when I wasn't close by and was like, "Hey, just so you know, don't do that. <laughs> that's yeah. not okay." Also, yeah. like you're brand new, right. you're trying to throw people who have been there for a long time under the bus. That's not a good look either. Yeah, veterans who are very respected. Like, I'm, luckily, and I've earned it. I, you know, it's not for any other reason besides I put in the work. But, I mean, my, my higher-ups very much respect me, and they're very kind to me, and they treat me well. So I can't imagine that somebody brand new is going to get anywhere trying to it's throw me under the bus. their mind. Yeah. Right. 
Like, nice try, honey. Yeah, no. Ugh. So anyways, that's that's the story behind that. I guess. That's, that's one of the many examples. Trust me, there's plenty of other ones. That one just bothers me the most out of any of them. The rest of them are honestly petty. I just, since yeah. that happened, I'm like, ugh, I'm done with you now. Now, now that's and it. And you just don't like her. Yeah, no, and that's just, sorry. Change my mind. Like Change my mind, Agnes. Fix it. Do something. Yeah, now now you have to earn it back. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm the type of person who I meet you, and I, I'm, we're good, we're cool, with, I'm an open-minded person, but the second, like, you just cross a certain line, now you have to earn it. And to me, mm-hmm. that was crossing line. That's, that's a weird assumption to make. Say that to your friends. Don't say that to me. Or, like, phrase it better. Right. <laughs> like, oh, did you grow up with your dad's side of the family? Did you get to learn that culture? Like, just, you know, ask it as a question, not just an assumption that I just don't. Because right. I don't look like I do. Or don't even, like, do what you did. Right. Like, don't speak in Spanish to your supervisor trying to be like, well, Chris told me to. You know exactly. what I mean? Yeah. Like, that part even is annoying. Yeah. It's like, okay, well, I don't really care what Chris told you to do. Right. Or she how you interpreted you what she told right. you to do. Because that's really what under happened. Under a different, right, like a different circumstance or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. cool, I'm, t- I'm telling you this is how you should do it this way for this specific situation. Right. Other ways, she's right. Right. Like, and that's, that's the other part about my job that's really tricky is that, like, there is no blanket yes or no or, like, certain way of doing mm-hmm. things. It's all case by case. It really just depends on that, I mean, literally case by case couldn't be a more <laughs> better way to describe it yeah. because it's very specific to that person's case. You can't have a blanket yes or no. So when she asked me a generic question, I gave her a generic answer. But if she would have told me the specifics <laughs> mm-hmm. of the case she was working on, I could have told her that that wasn't correct. She didn't. Be more detail-oriented, honey. <laughs> <laughs> Advice from Chris. Yeah. I'm a little snippy today. <laughs> mm, me too. It's all right. I feel like she earned it. Like I said, she earned it. I'm not just like this with everybody. I'm very patient with the other new girls. It's just fucking Agnes. Well, I, I would be too if they were, like, rude to me. I would be snippy if they were rude to me. And mm-hmm. I would be nice if they, like, seems like they respected my, I don't know, teaching. Yeah, I don't I mean, know. My help or my right. my expertise and what I can, like, offer them, mm-hmm. that's different. Like, that's the reason why me and my last accountant one got along so well was because she came in and she was like, all right, teach me everything you know. And I was like, deal. And she sat there and she learned and mm-hmm. she wanted to do it and mm-hmm. never, like, really – she only questioned things – in order to learn more. It was never right. questioning whether I knew what I was doing or not. Exactly. See, that's I think that's another thing about Agnes that drives me nuts is that whenever she explains what she's questioning, she always starts off with, isn't this wrong? Didn't they write this wrong? Didn't they put this in the computer wrong? And I'm looking at her like, you don't even know what you're doing yet. How are you judging what somebody else did? How do you know if that person did it right or wrong? You don't even know your job yet. I'm trying to train you. Stop being concerned with what other people did wrong. 
focus on how yep. you should be doing things correctly. Like I, it just irks me that she's constantly looking for something to point out that someone else did wrong. I don't like that mentality. No, you can't go around doing that. Yeah. Like, you have to look at everything and assume that it's right, and mm -hmm. then you'll figure out if it's wrong or not. Exactly. I mean, I I find stuff all the time at work where it's like, all right, we're going to look at this. This is what the truth is right now, and, Mm -hmm. like, let's prove that. Right. And then during that proving Mm – you find things that need fixing or are right. wrong or the logic changed or something like that. Mm-hmm. There's many reasons. Like, people aren't just out there trying to do their jobs incorrectly. Right. And it's not like my entire department just doesn't care about our jobs. There's a lot of us that really care a lot, but it's a very busy court. Mistakes are made. and. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not saying that I I am doing everything correctly and my method is perfect, but whenever I bump into things that I think may have been done incorrectly, I go to a higher up and I say, hey, so I was looking at this and this doesn't look right. Can you take a look at it for me? And then if it was correct, I'm like, can you explain it to me so that I know why I misread the situation or I was correct and they're like, all right, we're going to fix that. But I never walk up to them like, hey, this sessions clerk wrote this wrong, assuming that Mm -hmm. I know more than my superiors. I just, it feels arrogant to me. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, you can can figure out if... (laughs) I feel myself (laughs) going right back to my drunken rambles. I'm just going to talk about this bitch all night. (laughs) I know. Okay, okay, okay. So let's move on. Let's move on. Um, (laughs) Tell me about... I want to say the secret life of housewives. Oh my Why? god. <laughs> the real housewives. I don't know. That's so funny to me though. That that's like where your brain goes. That's hilarious. I don't know why like I don't know why it's there. The real housewives of Beverly Hills. The real housewives. Wait, have you is that the only one you've watched? Hills. Have you watched all yes. of the other ones? Oh wait, no, that's not true. So I am fully <laughs> up to date with the real housewives of Beverly Hills. When I finished before this season started, when I got fully up to date from up to the last season, I was looking for something new to watch. So I started The Real Housewives of New York from the very beginning, and it was rough. I couldn't do it. I got through, I think I got through one season, and it was like white knuckled it. Like, ugh, this is miserable. But I felt like because of how old they are, it's just rough because there's totally different characters. It's a totally different time. I mean, like, you can tell by the fashion and what they're wearing and how they're talking how old these episodes are. So I'm like, all right, you just got to, like, get to more current episodes and it'll be better. But I just could not do it. So I think I only you got through, like, through one. I definitely got through the first season. I don't think I got all the way through the second season. And, like, the drama that was going on just didn't appeal to me. It was so yeah. boring to me. Outdated. It wasn't. Yeah, it was really outdated. It it wasn't. There was. It was very anticlimactic. It was like these very petty little arguments, and I'm like, this is no fun. It just didn't. Did it definitely watch, didn't live up to Beverly Hills. Did you watch the Kardashians at all? No, no, not really. I've seen random episodes here and there because 
like people I'm I was close friends with or like my um cousin who I'm the closest with Twiggy she's she keeps up <laughs> she's totally up to date she keeps up with she the keeps up yeah. yeah like all the fan pages the spoiler pages all of their Instagram accounts like she knows what's going on at all times so like I know about a lot of the stuff just from hanging out with her and like a few other friends who love it but I never kept up with it myself it was too whiny for me <laughs> So that's how I felt, though. Like, I watched it from the beginning. I think. Yeah. I don't even know why. But I started it, and I was like, okay, I'm going to keep up with the Kardashians. Um, catch up on the Kardashians. Yeah. And I watched it from episode one, yeah. and it was the same thing. Like, so old. You could tell yeah. how old it was. Mm-hmm. Like, all the fashion and yeah. what they were talking about and stuff like that. But it was almost, it wasn't so old that it wasn't, like, still interesting okay yeah and I feel like with them they're so huge that you were it was almost like a documentary where you're like Mm -hmm. oh wow let's go back in time and watch how the Kardashians yeah like yeah started and whatever so it was fine but um I mean at times they were also only like 25 minutes long yeah so like they're they're quick through Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and you know how, like, okay, we have big TVs now. Yeah, right. And everything is in HD and fills mm-hmm. up the whole screen. Right. The first, like, two or three seasons, it was, like, black on the sides, and it was, like, a legit square on my screen because it, it that's how it was on TV. So like, that's it was recorded on an it. iPhone. You know yes, how you, if you put so your iPhone funny. videos on the TV, it's, like, this little <laughs> rectangle on your screen? Yes. Yes. That's so funny. That's how it was. It was so funny. Oh my so, god! Yeah, I felt the same way that mm-hmm. you probably did about the Housewives of New York as about the Kardashians. Yeah, I really want to find like a forum. I, I probably I know for a fact there's probably a Facebook page out there somewhere that can give me what I'm looking for. I'm just terrible at using Facebook. I hate going on it. But I really want to find one that gives good recommendations for the Housewives because I know the obsession I have with Beverly Hills. Other people have with the other. Um, yeah, you know, shows. And I want to start one from the beginning, but I don't want it to be like New York where, like, I just couldn't. It felt like I wasted my life. <laughs> I thought New Jersey was supposed to be good. Isn't there a New Jersey one? There is a New Jersey one. Um, I think the one that's on right now is either Salt Lake City or, oh, God, I'm going to butcher. Potoma? Is that a thing? Potoma? I don't know, but Giggly Squad has been, not Giggly Squad, um, Paige DeSorbo has been talking about, no, yeah, on Giggly Squad with Hannah, they've been talking about (laughs) whatever one is going on right now. I want to say it's Potoma, but I think I'm mispronouncing it. But they're like freaking out every week about the drama going on. So I'm tempted to start that one from the beginning. But I don't know if it's that good of a show or if it just happens to be the one that's also airing right now side by side with Beverly Hills. So it's the one that you're talking about the most. But Beverly Hills is crazy right now because Erica Jane is in the middle of a divorce with her extremely wealthy 81-year-old husband who's a lawyer and apparently was embezzling money from victims of a huge court case. And now... 
<sighs> All right, I'm not going to get into the whole thing because <laughs> it won't take too long. But <laughs> essentially what's going on is in the show, it starts with her explaining how she literally like just packed up her stuff and left and left divorce papers on the counter. And she's explaining it to the girls, the other girls in the show, like as if she just couldn't take it anymore. Like, after all these years, they've been together for like 25 years. She's much younger than him, obviously. He's 81 years old. Um, I mm-hmm. think there's 33 years difference in their age. Jeez. I know. Crazy. So, like, everybody had her labeled as like a gold digger and like, you know, she's only in it for the money and all this stuff. And then this whole ep- this whole season is her talking about how she finally just couldn't take it anymore. He's gotten so cold toward her. He's having affairs. She just couldn't do it anymore. And it's not worth trying to fight it through with him anymore. So even though she mm-hmm. knows she's not going to get any money from him, she just wants to be done. So she makes, she tells the story about how, you know, she just left she got her own place. It's, like, minuscule compared to his house. His house is, like, ridiculous. Um, and they're also supportive of her. And then it comes out that there's this court case where they're saying that she's helping him hide assets. And that's why they're getting divorced. So that, like, in the divorce, she can take all the money. And the people who are trying to sue him for embezzling money can't get to the money. Yes, exactly. So then all the girls are like, wait a minute, what the fuck is going on? Like, are you a a part of this? Or did you know what was going on? And the whole season so far is her defending herself. And it's so weird because, like, I was hearing parts of it on Instagram before I was caught up on this season. And now I'm, like, fully caught up. But reading about it they make her sound so cold and like like she's totally like his right hand man and she's totally helping him with all this and then in the show she's bawling her eyeballs out which she never she does not do ever like she's cried maybe like Mm -hmm. twice in the six or seven seasons she's been on she's they always label her like an ice queen she has no emotions so now she's bawling her eyeballs out and she's like, I've been fighting for 20 plus years to defend my marriage to this man when everybody said that I'm just a dumb gold digger, like my only, the only thing about me is my looks. And now all of a sudden I'm some genius mastermind that's helping him hide money. She's like, which is it? <laughs> like, yeah, true. Like, and she's talking about it and she's like, do you think that man ever spoke to me about his business, about work? And he was on the show a few times, and he was so mean to her. Like, they would show him at, like, dinners um, when, like, she would have him come to dinners with, like, the group, with the girls and their their husbands. And he would be, like, schmoozing it up with one of the other girls, and she would, like, chime in, and he'd be, like, excuse me, I'm talking. And she would just (gasps) clam up. She would just get silent and sit there. And there's one um, episode from, I think it was last season, where she got the lead in a Broadway play. She got the lead in Chicago. And Mm. she's Mm -hmm. sitting there. And didn't he not show up or something? He didn't show up. But the scene that I was thinking about is she's thanking him for everything he's done to help her build her career in entertainment because she's a singer Mm -hmm. and a performer and all this stuff. 
and she's crying. It's one of the few scenes where, like, you actually see emotion out of her. And she's like, thank you so much for everything you've done for me, for believing in me, for supporting me, for helping me, you know, create the life I've always dreamed of. And mm-hmm. he holds her hand and he's like, you did it. Oh, my God. Like, it's he doesn't just, care at all. Yeah, like, it's like he doesn't give a shit. And I'm thinking to myself, I just have a hard time believing that he told her anything about his business. Like, yeah, it doesn't no sound way. like he trusted her at all. No. Like, she literally like, was just a trophy wife at the end of the day. That's yeah. the entire, that's the only thing we see from him. And obviously, it's a TV show. I mean, it's a reality show. We all know from watching, like, behind the scenes and, like, the blogs and stuff from other, like, Vanderpump. They talk all the time about how scenes were skewed and things like that. But I just. I don't see it. I don't see him telling her all about these cases where he's embezzling money and he's like, yeah, so you're going to help me, right? Mm-hmm. I don't buy it. Well, did you know. see that the that there's a Hulu documentary on it? I know. I want to watch it so bad. I haven't done I it know. yet. I know. I kind of want to watch... I kind of want to watch The Real Housewives first. I know. It's like I want to finish this season. Because I yeah. feel like I... Yeah, I, feel I like think I need it's to gonna get to know her first. Yeah, I think it's gonna skew your your perception of her if you don't watch this. My view, yeah. At the very least, if you don't want to watch it from the beginning, that's fine. Cause like it's just like all the other ones, it's so old that like the beginning episodes are just not as great. I would start with the season at least that she starts in, because she's not from okay. the very beginning. She's not one of the originals. In fact, at this point, I think the only original left is Kyle Rich Kyle Richards. And I'm really sad that Lisa Vanderpump isn't on it anymore, but that's a whole different story. <laughs> yeah, because she was, like, a part of all of this, too, at one point. Yeah, she was one of the OGs. It was her, Kyle, and then I forget who else lasted a really long time, but even they're not on it anymore. I'm pretty sure Kyle is the only one left. Maybe Lisa Renna. Where do find these people? I don't know. I have no idea. Most of them are, like, either an actress or a model or they're married to someone really famous. And they're all friends. Well, most of the time they're brought into the show from knowing one person who was already in the cast. And then they introduce them to everybody and it builds a relationship, like, on camera. Like, you watch it happen. Okay. So, kind of like Summer House. Yeah. Yeah. Just like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they then they brought people in, and then they all became friends. Right, and the ones who are good Happily and people brought. enjoy watching stay, and the ones who everybody <sighs> hate get replaced. Although I will say, Brittany, not Brittany, Brandy, oh God, she was on for so long, and I hated her. Like, the, and she's I think finally the, gone now. She's finally gone now. Yes, and last season she wasn't part of the main cast anymore but she was on like every fucking episode still i'm like will you get her off the camera please i can't stand her anymore i need to watch this yeah i've decided i would love that because i I need to know what you're talking about i know it's so weird when i have a show and you're not watching it speaking of no because usually we're watching the same shows i know speaking of what um mr J. Keep seeing Uh-oh. ads for the Bachelorette reunion or something. <laughs> he yeah. every time he sees them, he's like, "What fucking idiot would go on the show? It's bullshit. I can't do it." And I'm like, Nick loves that show. 
I do. And he's always like, I need to have a conversation with her. I need to talk to her. I need to know what the appeal is. What the, what the fuck could possibly no. be so good? Has he ever watched any of them before? No, but you want to hear something funny? And you can use this as ammunition. He okay. watched Catching Kelsey. Is that what it was called? It was essentially a bachelor, but it was with Travis Kelsey, the football player. I think it was on MTV. Oh, was it Catching Kelsey? Catching uh, Kelsey? Yeah, it was something like that. Yeah. And he okay, watched that he watched entire that? season. Yep. Oh my God. That's the same thing. It's the exact same thing. It was literally The Bachelor. It's just like the drama. Player. I don't know. Like I can't, I can't explain it because I, when I first started watching it, it was mm-hmm. when, like it would just be on. Yeah. Like, my best friend would be watching it because she was obsessed with it, and I would be like, this show's so stupid, I'm not watching it. Right. And, but then, like, obviously it's playing, so you kind of get glimpses of it, whatever. Yeah. And then, I gave in, and I started watching it with her. I watched a full season with her, and I was Mm -hmm. like, I get it. Yeah. Like, I understand now. Because you just, you need to know. You have to know what happens. It's like you can't stop watching. And... Even Big Easy isn't on it now too, because he's he's like the show so stupid. Yeah. But then we have to know what happens. Well, that's the funniest and part we, to me is that like he was the exact same way about catching Kelsey. He was like, I just want to see the first episode because I want to see what he's like on a TV show, like versus like as a football mm-hmm. player on the field. And then he just kept turning it on every week, and he's like, I don't know what it is. I just like can't. I just need to know what happens. I just need to know who he picks. Mm-hmm. What's mm-hmm. the difference? No, exactly. And they kind of do the same thing with The Bachelor and The Bachelorette because a lot of times they're picking someone who was a contestant on the previous show. Right. So, like, the current one is Katie, and she was a contestant on, what's his name? Matt James's okay. um, season. So it's kind of like you get to see them as a contestant, mm-hmm. and then it's okay, now I want to see how they do, like, as The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. Right. Yeah. So, and some of them are assholes on, like, as a contestant on whatever show they were on, whatever season they were on. They were on. So then you're like, all right, you were an asshole, and now I have to watch you mm-hmm. be an asshole as The Bachelor or The Bachelorette. And right. then they're not. Like, you really get to know them and, mm-hmm. and see it's a fascinating. Different side of them. I don't know. I don't know why, but it is fascinating and I think the producers like really mess with them oh yeah which is also fascinating because I'm like you guys are assholes all of you all that makes me think of is great whatever season you were watching before you moved and I came over one night to watch with you and your roommate (laughs) and um the girl had dated the country singer and they went to one of his concerts and it was so awkward (gasps) But, like, yes. they flat out, like, called out the producers. Like, they're the ones who sent us to the show. Like, they knew mm-hmm. I had dated that performer, whoever it was. I can't even remember who the country singer was. I think it was... Was it Chase Rice? Yes. I think it was. Yeah. I'm pretty Victoria sure I heard. Fuller. I remember her saying, Chase! Yeah. Like, I think it was Chase Rice. Something like that, yeah. She dated him, and then, I don't even know, it ended or something... And on their date, they ended up at his country concert. Yes. 
the dramatics oh, oh my, my god, god it was great and i was like this is a setup and this has to be a setup mm-hmm. <laughs> oh 100 percent. and yeah. they like put them together on group dates like with mm-hmm. other guys that they don't like or other girls that they don't mm-hmm. like it's so it's it's crazy but you it's like a train wreck you have to keep watching and you can't look away right yeah so it's so funny to me i'll use that as ammunition yeah be like oh really you don't understand what about your catching kelsey obsession (laughs) yeah seems to me like you kept watching that before so Mm. who was the winner we sit down and watch the reunion huh which one of them won you watched yeah i didn't (laughs) let me know let me know Although last night was Men Tell All, and it's that's that's probably one of the worst episodes of like each season. The women tell all, the men tell all. They just yell at each other and make no sense. So I think that's what we've been seeing is the ads for that episode, and he has just been on a rampage for like a week. Every time he sees one of those ads, he just loses it. And every single time, I'm like, why don't you talk to Nick about it? She loves that show. <laughs> yeah it's I love the rest of it but even like last night we watched Mm -hmm. it and it wasn't no good it's not good not good no okay it's so scripted too yeah like not necessarily the guys but it's Mm -hmm. like Tasia and Caitlin Bristow hosting and I mean it's their first time hosting so they're probably all nervous and it's like new yeah so it's a very scripted and you can tell and you're mm-hmm. like this is just this just isn't fun you're yeah. not chris harrison right you just aren't yeah how's yeah. how was your trip oh it was so relaxing it yeah. was the first time that big easy has been down to florida with me mm-hmm. um and we went from Thursday night, although Thursday didn't even really count, until (laughs) Sunday night. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, Thursday was a, was a disaster, but it was fine. We ended up getting back to my parents' house at, like, 2 in the morning? 2.30, almost? Yeah. Thursday does not count at all. You got there, you got there early Friday morning. Pretty much. Pretty much. So, we, like, slept in a little bit, but... Um, we tried to go to the beach, it poured, like we were there for maybe an hour and a half and then it poured the rest of the day, but that was fine. We were so tired, so it was, it was totally fine. And then, uh, Saturday Mm -hmm. was a beautiful beach day, like the perfect beach day. And I was so happy. Oh my God. I know. So it was good. And then Sunday we had to leave. So it was, it was a quick trip, but too fast. Worth it. Yummy food. Nice warm weather. What was that? That is the rain. Oh my goodness. Hopefully it doesn't stay like that for long because that is quite loud. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is already over. It doesn't sound that crazy anymore. I think it was just like like the wind gust maybe was making it more aggressive. Hit the babe cave? Yeah. yeah. No, it's not even raining anymore here. But. Yeah, I'm in the babe um, cave all by myself, guys. All by my lonesome. All by my lonesome. I'm in my office. Speaking of the babe cave, guess what I ordered today? <gasps> a couch. A couch. 
couch. It's so pretty. Yeah. I can't wait for you to see it. It's so pretty. It's pink and wait, it's have velvet. Wait, you showed it to me? No. I saw it today for oh. the first time and I lost it and said, yes, that's the one. I'm doing it. Yay! Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited yeah. to see it. Mm-hmm. We can so sit excited. on it the next time. I know. And it's so funny, too, because I kind of, like, had put the hunt on pause for a minute. And this weekend, we, me and Mr. J went to brunch on Sunday. Um, he was he was a little bit hungover after the wedding on Saturday. <laughs> so he, that's, like, oh, yeah. the only time he wants to go to brunch is when he's hungover. Um, yes. Yeah, we had a good time at the wedding. Um, but the next day when we were at brunch, he was like, I want furniture in the babe cave before Nick comes again. I don't want you guys on the floor again. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I got to find the right couch or like two chairs. Like I can't figure it out. I can't find it. Everything's so expensive. And he was like, just find the right one and we'll buy it. And I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. If you- You're like, deal. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> so, he, really, he really didn't want us laying on the floor eating our pizza? No. For some reason, that really disturbed him. I don't Aww. know why. I'm not I sure mean, if that's sweet or weird. I know. It's kind of weird. I think it's sweet. <laughs> I, don't, it's I think not it's like, sweet. It's not like he was in the room with us. <laughs> it's not like he came no, in the big cave and was all. just watching us on the floor uncomfortable. But And we weren't complaining. No. No. We didn't have a complaint in the world. No, not at all. So it's not no. like he had to hear us complain and he's like, get a freaking couch in there and Literally, shut up. Like, like, I don't want to hear it anymore. <gasps> no. He no. probably just hated the fact that like we literally sat ourselves on a blanket right. on the floor yeah. for hours. Also, I showed him the few pictures that we took in the babe cave and I think he was like, this is, this is not how it's supposed to yeah. look in there. You guys, <laughs> you have to complete the look. And I was like, okay. <laughs> All right, we can do that. Yeah, so it's supposed to be here on Wednesday. Not yeah. tomorrow. Oh like, my God, I can't wait. Like, in a week. like next Wednesday. Yeah, but definitely it'll be here and set up and beautiful by the time you come to visit next. Yay. I'm so excited. Me too. Yay. But yeah, so the wedding was cool. Oh. Uh, what, is that what you're going to say? Yep, uh-huh, you read my mind. <laughs> so yeah, the That's wedding exactly was great. Right. Um, it was my, okay, so my mom from like 20, early 20s to current day had a group of best friends, just like your college group of best friends that like has just never, Mm -hmm. like obviously not still attached at the hip, but like still stayed in very close contact and like you guys get together frequently. Um, so she has a group like that and one of them has four sons that I grew up with. Like, they lived downstairs or next door for the majority of my childhood. Um, we used to walk to school together. One of them was in my grade. The other two were, like, one grade above me, the next grade above. Like, we were very close in age. And then the other the other one's super young. But of the... Oldest three, we were very close. We mm-hmm. hung out a lot. And then her other very close friend who's in that friend group, same thing. Her daughter is only a year or two older than me. We hang out all the time. She used to hang out with them. She was always close by, neighbor, whatever. So, like, all of us all grew up together. And he 
is the second oldest of the woman with four kids that got married. And it was awesome because, like, all of us were together in the same place for the first time in a really long time. Um, We've done, like, cookouts and birthday parties and graduation parties and all of that together. But it's just been a really long time since we've had a reason to be together. Um, Right. So that friend of my mom's does a Christmas party every year. But last year, obviously, COVID, we didn't have one. And then the year before, I forget what the reasoning was, but I wasn't able to make it. So it's just been a long time since I've been in the same room with everybody together. And so that part was great. But (laughs) if I have to be honest, it was a little bit awkward because the one whose wedding it was was the one that's closest to my age. And me and my girlfriends used to hang out with him and his guy friends and like one of my best friends growing up hooked up with his best friend growing up and like we all used to hang out together so like I'm introducing Mr. J to all these people and he's like how do you know them again and I'm like oh they're his best friends like we all grew up together and in the back of my head I'm like you know my friends used to hook up with his friends <laughs> which was never a thing for us like we we consider each other family like cousins like yeah, that's no one's different. ever crossed those lines among us. No. But still, for like adults to then be introduced, like my husband to be mm-hmm. introduced to him and his friends, he's like, "Which one of them did you date?" And I was like, "Not nice." Where? Like, it was never like You're that like- for me. But Aww. yeah, so that part was a little awkward for like a half a second, but it it passed quick, and my parents were there, of course, and one of my mom's friends daughter who I grew up with so like one of the group of us mm-hmm. um she's actually dating Mr. J's best friend so he was there as her guest so he oh, had a friend cool. yeah so it was like it was actually really fun in that aspect where like he had somebody that he could be close to and hang out with if I was like dancing or if I was taking pictures with the family like he didn't feel all by himself and like my parents sat at our table and his best friend was sat at our table so it was like it was a lot of fun um, it was just really funny for a minute there where I was introducing him to all, all of his friends and he's like, who are all these men? And like, yeah. Why are they so excited to see you? Yeah. Because <laughs> yep. I mean, a lot of and them like, I hadn't seen since high school. So right. it was like, wow, you look different. <laughs> and I'm like, yes, thank you, I think. You're like, yes, I guess I do. And I am married. I don't have frizzy hair anymore. I've lost some baby weight of me being a baby. I don't have any babies. Um, just clarify that. <laughs> I don't babies. have any babies. babies. Yeah. I just was a chubby kid. But, yeah, no, it was it was awkward for a second. But other than that, it was really fun. We took a lot of pictures. Yeah, it's good. It was fun. Good. And I didn't drink a lot, which is weird for me. <laughs> You know, we, we drank a lot on, what day was that? Last Saturday, so. Yeah. I could, and, and go figure, it was National Tequila Day on Saturday. Oh. Oh. I nope. did have a shot of Patron. I had to. I had to do it. <laughs> I had to do it. I did it with the groom's mom. Right? Of course. Oh, then that's fine. Yeah. She came that's over fine. and she was like, the whole, a big group of the guys were taking shots, like Mr. J., the groom, all the groomsmen, um, Mr. J's best friend, like the, you know, just a huge group of guys taking a shot. And um, 
I had been over in the bar area with Mr. J. And they didn't ask me if I wanted a shot. Rude. <laughs> but the groom's Rude. mom walks over. And she's like, oh, we're taking a shot and nobody invited me? And I was like, it's okay. I was standing right here and they didn't invite me either. <laughs> so she was like, it's okay, yeah, we'll take one. together? Yeah. She goes, it's okay, we're going to take one right now. And I was like, all right, that sounds good. She's like, and we're going to take one better than the boys. We don't need a chaser. We don't need anything. And I was like, okay. You're like, speak for yourself. <laughs> I, I went from like, yeah, to like, okay. And turned into a child. You're like, no, I, I take it back. I don't want to do it anymore. I was like, but I need no, a lime. I can't do it with yeah, lime. I need a lime. I can't. I need a lime. Somebody give me a lime. Every time I see something, like I watched a YouTube video the other day of this girl. I don't even know how I found her. But she did like a travels essentials mm-hmm. Amazon video or something. And every yeah. single thing I was like, oh, I need this. Oh, I need this. Oh, I need this. But then mm-hmm. my cart. My cat is scratching out the door. <laughs> that scared me. Um, my car is like $200. I'm like, no. Yeah, like, I absolutely don't not. actually need this. No, because I need to buy groceries and I need to buy cleaning stuff and I gotta go to the dentist and like, no. Fucking dentist. <laughs> I cannot believe how expensive it is to get an implant. Every, everything. Everything they do to your mouth is expensive. My mind is blown. Thousands of dollars for one. I know. Isn't that insane? That makes it's no terrible. sense. Terrible. Is it the labor? I don't. I don't know if it is honestly because I've looked into like a lot of different places, and they're all like at the very minimum that I found was two thousand dollars. So I feel like to get the implant itself has to be like a good chunk of money. It has to, there's no way they're all charging over a thousand dollars just for labor. I don't know. I'm gonna have to ask Twiggy because mm. she works in the dental office that I'm looking at going to and I I want the inside scoop. There's about to be an expose and the, on dental and the family discount. And a family discount, yeah. I'll never say what dentist's office it is. No. No. Yeah, no. I mean, I think the last time you did Invisalign, so you know how much it is. But yep. I looked at it one time, like I did the whole consult thing and the video mm-hmm. or whatever. And yeah. they were like, okay, that'll be like $5,500. And I was like, oh, oh, I can't do that right now. Like, yeah, that's ouchies. No. I was also, like, living by myself. I mm-hmm. was not making the amount of money I was making. I, like, no. Right. Yeah. So, but I'm kind of thinking, you know how there's all of those, I don't want to call them knockoffs, because I don't think they're knockoffs, but, like. Like, smile direct. Home. And, yeah. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. And, like, bite, and there's candid, and there's whatever. There's so many of them now. Yeah. And they all work. I just... I feel like I need the, what's the word, accountability mm-hmm. of a dentist. Like, mm-hmm. I need to go in every, however lot, however often I need to go in and have them, like, look at it. Because, like, the Smile Direct Club thing, I'd be like, oh, mm-hmm. I missed it for a day. I'll just, like, wear them extra. 
right. and I would miss trays and like it was all on me to kind mm-hmm. of keep myself going and I was like ah, I don't know but also I heard that Smile Direct Club like your teeth fall out so kind of glad okay. I stopped doing that horrified um. <laughs> but I'm thinking that like because there's all of those things yeah maybe Invisalign they have to be competitive with their price yeah so it'll be cheaper I would hope so and not to deter your thought process at all but they did not keep track of me at all um with doing Invisalign through my orthodontist office I would have to go in to see them to get my trays every every four weeks I think that's right because I did it for six months so it was once a month essentially Mm -hmm. I would go in but they never checked my mouth like they didn't it wasn't an appointment like that It was just that Invisalign would only ship to the orthodontist to make sure it was going to, like, a professional. And then I would go there and pick up my trays. But I didn't see my doctor. I think I only had one check-in, and that was not halfway through, a little bit further more, like, further, closer to, like, the six months. I want to say it was maybe at, like, four, four and a half month mark because they needed to see if the six months was going to be enough or if they needed to order more trays. So that was the only reason that they did that. Other than that, I just walked in, they handed me my package, and I left. So now I'm even more nervous because you went through an orthodontist, right? I did, yep. Yeah, so I'm going through, like, it's literally just my dentist. Um, I don't see anything wrong with that. Because it's all through Invisalign anyways. Mm -hmm. But I have read in certain places that people are like, oh, do it with an actual orthodontist and not your dentist. But I disagree because it's not your orthodontist making the trays. It's still Invisalign. Right, yeah. Essentially... So it's the same thing. Yeah. So what the office did, they took my x-rays. They submitted them to Invisalign. Mm -hmm. Invisalign sent back a recommendation. Made the plan. Yep, made the plan. They went over it with me. I accepted it. Then they had to do a scan of my mouth, which... I'm not going to lie, was pretty miserable. They have this wand that's like triangular shaped so that it can get like up under your lip. And they push really freaking hard to get a scan like as high up in your gums as they can um, all throughout your mouth. And they have to do it like three times so that they get like every nook and cranny, which I was excited about because I thought that meant that they didn't have to do like that terrible molds thing. Nay, nay. They still did it. (laughs) And that was terrible. (laughs) Which you have to do no matter what. Like, you even have to do them with the at-home kits. So, like, there's really no getting out Mm -hmm. of that one. Um, But then... And at home, it's still terrible. Right. Exactly. At least there. Somebody's, like, helping you through it. (laughs) Because I have to admit, the first one that I did was rough. It was really rough. I thought I was going to throw up in my mouth. Like, the pace thing goes like so far back I was not breathing through my nose at all like at all so I was just not breathing and she was trying so hard to talk me through it and I just couldn't hear her but then the second time when I had to do it for my retainer um because it's the same process for your retainer um she literally was like okay we're gonna go into this breathing through your nose already Pretend your mouth isn't there. Like, I have duct tape over your mouth. You're breathing through your nose. And that's it. 
And I was like, okay. She's like, do you need to blow your nose? Like, are you good? And I was like, like, can you breathe? Yeah. And for some reason, that one was much easier. It was like she had me in the mindset that like you have to breathe through your nose and that's final. There's no other option. And that one wasn't nearly as bad. Yeah, that's true too. I knew what to expect. I wasn't in like full panic mode like I was the first time. Like she told me to breathe through my nose the first time. It's not like she didn't warn me. I just. You just didn't do it. Yeah, I just didn't prepare for it to be that feeling, I guess. And I've done the, um, I did the like mold before Mm because I did it for, I did Smile Direct Club. Right. And it's like one of those things where you have to hold it. So yes. it's, when you're like, when you think about it, when you're first doing it or they're doing mm-hmm. it to you, you're like, oh, it's going to go in there and it's going to mold and it's going to come out. Right. They hold, like a smile direct club was like, hold it there for 30 seconds. Yep. And like, it, it's so big, you can't breathe mm-hmm. through your mouth. Yeah. So no. yeah. I was like, oh my God, 30 seconds. Like, mm-hmm. and then to get it out and you have to do it yourself. You have to pull. And so far back. You yeah. Back, it's, oh my God. The girl yeah. was like holding my forehead and was like yanking it from my mouth with her other hand. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, all right, we're going to do this in one swift movement. Are you ready? And I was like, oh, just get it out. Good, and this like, is scaring me. In my full on panic. I'm like, do whatever you have to do. Just get it out. Yeah. It, oh my God. That part's not fun. But I had a beautiful smile for my wedding, if I do say so myself. Yes. Oh, my God. It did. I can't believe, like, how fast it worked. I know. But also, like, I didn't, like, I saw you at least once a week through the whole process. Oh, yeah. And I didn't realize Mm -hmm. the difference until you were like, okay, look at this picture of me back then and look at this picture of me now. And I was like, wait a second. I don't remember that. I don't remember I how that's how you looked. Like, Isn't I'm shocked, crazy? but I saw you all the time. Mr. J gave me the hardest time about it ever. He was like, we're about to get married. You're not spending thousands of dollars on braces. Your smile is beautiful. I need you to stop. You're you're turning into Bridezilla. And I was like, you don't understand. I know it doesn't look that serious to you, but when you see the after, like, I wasn't even convinced myself that it was going to be that like, I didn't think it was going to be perfect Drastic. within the time frame that I had, but I knew it was going to be better. So I was like, mm-hmm. just wait until you see after. And then I I remember there was a picture he posted right after we got engaged, and I put it side by side of a picture of me on the first night of our honeymoon. And I was like, do you see? Do you see it? And he was like, okay, wow, mm-hmm. I get it now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And just for you to like have that confidence too, mm-hmm. it's so different. It's it's like so. It just makes you feel so much better. Like you're yeah. not self conscious about like when you were mm-hmm. literal, literally just laughing and smiling. Right? Like, yeah. Oh, it was terrible so before. I would excited for it. like hide my mouth every time I would laugh big. Yeah, I think that's like how I am too. I've never had braces. I never mm-hmm. had. Like I just never did that. So yeah, my brothers did, but. It was like, I was on the, I feel like I was on the cusp of when everyone started to get braces, like every do, every dentist and orthodontist was like, yep, get braces, yep, get mm-hmm. braces, yep, get braces. And mine was still being like, well, you don't need them. Right. It's cosmetic. So right. you don't need it. So yeah. I'm not going to tell you to get it. Right. So I was like right there on the line. Mm-hmm. So I'm like one of the only ones who never got it. Yeah. No. And my parents knew that I needed braces, but my brother was so bad about his 
that he ended up being in braces for like two whole years and never wore his retainer. So his teeth pretty much went back to the way they looked. And they were, and he's seven years older than me. So by the time it was my turn, they were like, listen, we're not going to waste the money. Sorry. (laughs) We did this with your brother. He didn't follow through. And I was like, I'm not him. But I'm different. (laughs) You're like, like, yeah. I was like, why do you ruin everything for me? (laughs) I'm not like him. I'm so different. I'm different. I'm my own person. Well, yeah. hopefully I have a um, same, you know, before and after picture. I'll have to take them. I mean. Yeah, I'm sure, sure you'll love them. I'm so excited. I know, me too. I'm so excited. <laughs> All right, well. Mm-hmm. Is it time? Yeah, yeah. I think I think we've reached time. We've had plenty of technical difficulties tonight, so. <laughs> I think now's a good time to call it quits. We had power outages. We had crazy storms. We were having issues yep. tonight. I couldn't figure out how to make my garage band work. I was trying to sing a song instead of record a podcast. I don't know what I was doing. My AirPods but... have died like six times. <laughs> it's fine. I can't believe we're still doing this. Honestly, we're like, who do we think we are? Five. Like, I don't know. We have some really exciting stuff coming for you guys next week. Hopefully it'll be done next yes. week. Hopefully I'm not lying. Very soon. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in the next two episodes. Hopefully yes. next episode. Hopefully next, the next episode. One. Yeah. Hopefully next episode we'll have a little bit of a, a different something. Something. A little <laughs> surprise. Yes. A little, a little surprise that we're both very excited about. So a small change, but we're excited about it. Yeah. All right. All right, guys, we're going to call it quits. If you would like to support us or do you want to reach out to us, you can get us on Instagram at the secret vault podcast, or you can get us on Twitter at secret vault pod, or you can send us an email at the secret vault podcast at gmail.com. And we also have a website that we love very much, which is thesecretvaultpodcast.com. And you can get access to all of our episodes there. Our contact information is there. And a little bit of info about us is also there. Yeah. Chris did a very good job. She, I'll give her all the credit for the website. So go take a look. It's beautiful. It's um, my baby. And <laughs> yes, and she's very proud of it. I'm very proud of her for doing it. So thank you. Thank you. I'm very You're proud. welcome. <laughs> All right, guys. We will talk to you next week. And hopefully, you'll reach out to us on any of our platforms. But until then, bye. Bye. <laughs>